Hello and welcome to the Dadcast. I'm Alex and this is Rich. How are you doing, Rich? I'm doing very well. And the amazing thing about this Dadcast is that we're actually looking at each other in the flesh for the first time ever. I know, <laughs> I know. Mr Perkins, why are we doing that? Where are we? Well, we are at Kensington Olympia for the Toy Fair. Yeah. That's the weird thing. We've got loads and loads of stands. We're sort of up on a balcony at the moment. And we're looking down on literally hundreds of stands with thousands and thousands of toys. But the most amazing thing about this podcast is that we're face to face. I know. That's good. The whole time we'll just be very excited that we're talking to each other. Yeah, yeah. I, I've got to admit, obviously, last year you went and did a special here. And yeah. I was back in the studio. We're both here today. This is very exciting. <laughs> I know. I like coming here every year because I used to come here when I was working for Fun Kids yeah. radio station. And there I was just sort of like looking around trying to find, you know, cool toys. But with the dad cast, it's great because we're coming in at a different angle and we're trying to find the dad friendly toys. So the yeah. toys that are great for your kids to play with, but that are also good for the dads to play mm. with. Looking forward to it. Should we go? Let's do it. Hello. You are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. Perky and Man Dadcast. We're now at the Hornby stand and we're uh, standing in front of the Scalextric, which is probably the most mispronounced children's toy around. What do you think, Alex? Yeah, I always call it Scalextric. Well, I think I of course it's years, not. Yeah. I never know. When you see it, you go, oh, of course it's, it's not. When I was here years ago mm-hmm. at Toy Fair, I saw something that, I, I've got to admit, made me want to have kids. <laughs> and it was... A what a beautiful woman. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a speeder bike Scalextric. Oh, wow. Yeah, come on. Did you get it? I didn't buy it, but oh, oh my God, it was a beautiful that's thing. Amazing, yeah. But looking around now, there's like just so many like highly detailed cars. There's like sports cars, there's Formula One cars with all the branding, all the advertising and stuff on them. We're, we're really into your sort of neck of the woods here, aren't we, with the cars? I mean, I've got to admit, I never had one as a kid. Now I want one. Do you? Where are you going to buy my girls one? Oh, you gutted you got two girls. No, <laughs> no, but come on, this is the point. Come on, we're in a different world. Surely it doesn't matter. I'm going to buy them stuff like this. They okay. like cars. Yeah. Your girls like cars. Yeah. Well, then let's buy them for the girls. Forcing it's not just think them about... to like cars. No, no, no. I think, I think we're... Come on, I think we're, we're, we're now sort of beyond that. I really do. The kids can get anything. Gender neutral it's stuff. Not, it's not even... I wouldn't even say it's necessarily gender neutral. Just if you want to play with, I don't know, a, a car, if you want to play electric guitar, all these things that are maybe sort of more boy yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, why should it be? It's, okay. it's just... And I guess for me, it's not necessarily gender neutral. It's just toys. Doesn't matter, does it? So, what, what's your thoughts on on uh, the model railway? Because I never was into model oh, railways. No, I, I I was never actually. My dad had um, my dad had one um, as a kid. Um, I, I think actually it's one that, you know if I had a, a massive place and probably a lot of time, I'd probably like to set up something like that. Uh, it will never happen. It's yeah. not really my thing, but I can see how amazing it is. I always think they look amazing, but I always yeah. think it's one of those things that you kind of set up once. Uh, oh yeah, and yeah. then it's just like they it just gather, does its thing. They gather dust, I guess. Yeah. Let's see if we can speak to somebody about what is new okay. in the Skelextric and Hornby Railway world. Fantastic, let's do it. So we're now here with Montana. Hello. Hello. So what's new in the world of Hornby and Skelextrics? I can never say Skelextrics. That's okay. Skelextric. Skelextric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so we have um, got a widespread of 2018 products on display um, for all of our brands. So for Hornby, we've got two new sets. Oh yeah. Um, so we've got the Highland Rambler and we've got the East Coast Express. So there are two new sets for this year. 
Um, we have also got some of our um, sort of individual locos um, on display as well. We've got the 80th anniversary Mallard, which is in a special box. It's got gold wheels and it's gold plated. So that's fancy. I know. Now, are you planning on having a rail replacement set for the Hornby? Because that would be good. I think that would be popular. No, that's been mentioned a few times, but um, yeah, I know it's a surprise, isn't it? Um, but no, we don't actually have any plans for that at the moment, I'm afraid. Oh, man. Sorry to burst your bubble. And then what are the new ones in Skelectric? Yeah, so we've got quite a new, a few new sets. So we've got a sci-fi speedway, we've got an urban outrun, an endurance set, um, a golf racing set, um, ultimate rivals. We've got a whole range of new and exciting sets. What's the sci-fi one? Um, well, sci-fi. look at the cars. Like, you, oh, okay, they're mini, multicoloured, yeah. all light lit up. Multicoloured, luminous, yeah. Fun- very funky concept ghost it says yeah it looks good doesn't I know. it and that's a microskeletric set as well so that they're the mini ones at what age do you think you can force your very young children to want skeletric sets so the micro are four plus um, and then as you move into the other products it's five plus etc brilliant so. you can start then rich talking nappies talking crap the perky and man dad cast Okay, here we are in the MV stand and uh, we're standing in front of a load of bikes and scooters and helmets and skateboards and they're PJ masks. Yeah, I don't know PJ masks. Now, at the Dream Toys thing before Christmas, Uh I met PJ masks. I saw the characters, they were there, but I have no idea what they are. These are big, my girls both absolutely love them, absolutely love them. It's cartoon and they essentially, they're superheroes and they've got their pajamas on and stuff like that. But it's, you know, it's it's harmless fun. I love that someone just sits down in a room and goes, right, what we'll do, what's what's popular? Ninjas, great. What else is popular? <laughs> pajamas. Ninjas and pajamas. I know, it's a sort of three o'clock in the morning. Um, monsters in slippers. That's monsters what I'm going to set up for next year. Monsters in slippers. And look, we've got obviously got Thomas and friends here, which has been going for years. Uh, years. Now, Tilly, she, she loves Thomas. Yeah. What We're gutted because a couple of months ago, she used to watch Thomas every morning yes. on Netflix. Yes. And then all of a sudden, Netflix just dropped <laughs> Thomas Attack <laughs> Kinchy. So we've had to try to force her onto other things. But yeah, I mean, it's crazy, isn't it? Scooters and trikes and bikes and this thing it's like a blooming train that you can sit in that, that would take up uh, the girls room <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> they would love it but yeah. it's going to take up their room anyway but pj mars they look go. good yeah we still need to find, we saw peppa pig yeah. and george a minute ago yeah. and they wandered off we need to go and hunt that piggy <laughs> right we've just found something that would be the epitome <laughs> of a dad friendly toy it's funny that it's brands so this is yeah. like a bosch stand and they've got like your toolkit they've got the saw they've got the spanners they've got the drill set but they've also got this thing let um, me just try to turn it on right this is a chainsaw yeah. for kids and it's a working chainsaw it moves well work, work, working let's just say working albeit it doesn't, it's not going to cut anything it's not going to cut anything plastic. yeah you just worry that a kid's going to find the real chainsaw in the garage and go oh i've got one of those <laughs> I love the fact there's a barbecue. That's a really good small little barbecue there. It's a, pro- uh, it's a Weber one. It's, it's a, a Weber, Weber It's a barbecue. Weber. It, it, it's branded. The, uh, I've got to admit, if it wasn't for the fact that I was going back on a train, I would be buying that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with EJ. EJ, tell me about this bath full of green stuff you've got here. <laughs> well, the bath full of green stuff is called Jelly Bath. 
and it is a magical powder that once sprinkled in your bath turns it into bright green blue pink or red goo and um, kids have fun as you can see our triplets are having a great time <laughs> and once you're done all you need to do is sprinkle the second stage magic powder it dissolves the jelly and turns it back to colored water it's amazing now these things are, are, are massive like the slime things i was speaking to my niece the other day and i said what kind of programs do you watch on tv and she went youtube and i was like all oh, right okay and and what do you watch on youtube she said slime videos it's massive it's just like i mean it says here actually 3.5 billion views exactly for slime ball and jelly bar wow yeah. crazy we've had 3.5 billion views and those videos have all been uploaded by independent um, reviewers so they're all kind of independent reviews of our products 95 or 96 percent of which are positive it's just kids having fun like you Sorry, said watch YouTube. Your back. there's a robot coming through <laughs> <laughs> youtube is by a massive margin the most visited website by children they don't watch tv anymore yeah. everyone's on youtube watching hours and hours of kids Slime unboxing yeah. it's crazy. unboxing with um, you know toys and using toys it's weird so we've just walked past the biggest stand of soft toys imaginable all multicolored, and we thought we've got to speak to this guy this is steve hi there uh from keel toys and tell us about the the brightly colored ones around the front there all right What's on trend at the moment for us is we've got uh, four or five different products. Number one being Unicorn. You see them everywhere at the moment. Yeah. They are just massive. And Christmas 2018 is going to be its peak. They're going to be not only soft toys, stationery, gift, everything you can imagine. And then yeah. this thing here with the big heavy hands, what's this? This is a Hug'em. This is brand new. We're launching at this show. So these are new toys. You literally got very weighted paws so you can put them over your arm. You can put them over your shoulder. And actually, at the end of the day, they become a decoration because when you've hugged them enough, you can put them over the back of a chair, put them on a shelf. I think these are good for second kids particularly because they hug back. So yeah, second kids yeah, that yeah, aren't yeah. getting enough love, oh, they hug right. back. The middle, the middle child, <laughs> yeah, the middle yeah. child. I was the youngest, I was lucky. <laughs> Make us part of your routine by subscribing to the Dadcast on iTunes. So Rich, how's your first toy fair so far? I'm really enjoying it. We've done about an hour. We've talked to quite a few people. Yeah. Gone and seen loads of toys. Uh, we've had our picture with uh, Paw Patrol. With Paw Patrol! <laughs> so excited. I mean, Rubble and Marshall I'm not, I'm not entirely Chase. Sure. I'm not entirely sure. But I know the red the, one. The, yeah, I know the girls will absolutely love that photo. Yeah. It'll blow their mind. Um, Tilly as well. Yeah. Do you know what? This might actually put us back in running for Dad of the Year. I tweeted something the other day saying that we have already lost Dad of the Year. So this is because yeah. there's a father in uh, India He's called Yolanda Nayak, yeah. and he spent the last two years single-handedly building an eight-kilometre road through rocky hills, uh, I, right? <laughs> Just so his kids can go to school. That's brilliant. Yeah, we're not we're not going to beat that with a selfie with Paw Patrol. You know, as, as much as we think we might, it's not going to happen. I, I'd love to think that, but you know. <laughs> oh, oh no, uh, he was helped digging the tunnel through the hills by rubble from Paw Patrol. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Right, he's right, one, he's right, he's right. <laughs> So listen, we've just we've, we're next to a stall with um, in the night garden, um, still sort of a bit. Yeah, we're next to a stall. We haven't gone in because there was a freaky bush baby singing. Yeah, and yeah. We didn't it, want to go near it. It, it freaked us out. <laughs> and on the other side, we just walked past uh, another freaky dolls kind of section, which we didn't want to go into yeah. either. Um, what's what's around there? Uh, Twirly woos. Twirly woos. Twirly woos. So Twirly woos. Yesterday, we were on TV, and uh, Georgia, who's three, said, "Oh, I don't want to watch this anymore, Daddy." 
it's I don't crazy. like it anymore. It's like you're free. This is you are the target audience. You know it, that normally happens just when you've bought everything from that brand. <laughs> there should be some sort of insurance that you get when you buy a toy. Yeah. That if your kid goes off it yeah. in the next six months, and you can you can yeah. give it back. <laughs> yeah. We were so Tilly has been obsessed over the last month with uh-huh. uh, Stickman because she saw it on iPlayer. Oh yeah. And it was coming to an end. And we yeah. were terrified. We thought we'd have to buy some. And she suddenly just went off it. Suddenly didn't want to watch it anymore. Gruffalo's child, she didn't want to watch it. Really? Scared of the fox. Didn't really? want to watch it anymore. It's crazy. They can go off it so quickly and then on to the next thing. Now she's on to Bodge. Bodge oh, and Peppa Bodge, Pig. Yeah, Bodge. Yeah, Peppa Pig. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how I, I feel about Peppa Pig because Georgia keeps saying silly daddy. Ah, yes. Everything that I do is silly daddy. And you think, well, it's not really, it's not really helping. Rachel's got a couple of things about Peppa Pig that she really despises. One of them, yeah. Tilly started saying, it's not fair. Oh, yeah. Even yeah. when yeah. it's not even relevant. Yeah. Also, she keeps um, delaying, like going to bed, saying, I'm having a tea party with my teddies, which apparently Peppa Pig oh, says. Right, yeah. I've got to admit, I think that essentially Peppa Pig is quite naughty. Yeah. And we've been tolerating it, but you know, this girl's naughty. Yeah. She's a bit precocious, and. Um, I'm going to say something quite controversial. Right. I miss the days when she loved little baby bum because there's something wholesome about that. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were desperate glasses, to yeah, yeah. wean her off of yeah, little baby yeah, bum because yeah. it was driving us mad. Now it's like, maybe you want to watch some just nursery rhymes where you can learn some songs and learn how to count. <laughs> the Perky and Man Dadcast. Holding your hand and getting you to push through the first few years of fatherhood. Okay, so this is something I didn't think that we would see at the toy fair. There is a Chucky doll <laughs> with changeable heads um, in a box. I mean, it's quite cool, but it's not something I thought I would see at a toy fair. This Predator. is for the dads, isn't this it? This is definitely for the dads. This is for the dads of a certain age, I think. There's also stranger things over here. God, there isn't there. So there's Eleven, and she comes with a walkie-talkie, a wig, interchangeable hands for some reason, and a waffle. <laughs> <laughs> this is mad. Okay, well, hang on. This is really you now. Two words that probably mean more to your life than, than even your daughter's. Yeah. Or for at least longer. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, they're two words. One of them is wars, and the other one is star. <laughs> it's amazing, the detail. One year when I came to Toy Fair, I saw that they'd started doing um, giant Star Wars figures. So yeah. original design. Oh, right. They even had the hole underneath, oh, but just yeah. a bigger version of the yeah, same yeah. thing. And then I bought one, yeah. and it cost me £60, <laughs> and I've got a, a, an Ewok. Oh, really? It's about a foot tall. My it's God. amazing. It turned up, and uh, I said, Rachel, I've spent some money, and I've bought something. She's just like, yeah. it, it comes in a big box. It looks just like the original one. That's really cool. But Rachel would be cool with it, wouldn't she? She'd be like... I- I, th- I saw something. Right, I got my Star Wars figures out. I think yeah. I told you on the podcast for Tilly to play with. Yeah, and I found. Sorry, sorry, you what? For Tilly to play you, with. You, I know. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, yeah. They're your toys. I know, but I monitored them. I okay. monitored. I didn't let her. <laughs> got break cameras around the room. I was there. <laughs> play with this one now. Play with this one. But I found a, a Star Wars figure that yeah. I've Googled and I can't find anywhere. It's Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Post Darth Vader fight. Really? So it's it's just his robe on the floor and it's got the little noblet thing where you can stand Darth Vader on top of that's bizarre I know that is a you could probably you know thousands yeah you could buy, an, you, could buy you could buy another house yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we just sat down for a cup of coffee and I've got a mouthful of crisps um, but we just bumped into Lawrence Lambert from Cash in the Attic on BBC and why are you here at Toy Fair why am I here because I love toys <laughs> yeah 
So, so, but what are you doing here? What are, you, are you looking at particular kind of valuable toys, old toys, toys that are kind of on their way back? Yeah, well, what's interesting about being here this year is there's a lot of retro stuff that's kind of being reintroduced. Okay. So for me, it's kind of seeing an old classic in a different guise. So if you take a board game from like the 70s into the 80s, Escape from Colditz. Yeah, yeah. Dun, dun, yeah. Dun. yeah, yeah. So that Gibson game, I mean, for me, is a really collectible piece at the moment especially with the appropriate insignia. Yeah. <laughs> However, I've just learned they've relaunched it, and I think it retail, retails at about 50 quid. So I want to see kind of, you know, what's in the offering for the next generation of yeah. escapees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what, what toys would you say are ones that are worth buying now with a hope of them becoming valuable in the future? It's always a difficult question because it if is. people know that, then why, you know, then everyone buys them. All right, so here's the thing. It's a difficult question, but it's an easy question to answer. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> because you've got to buy what you like. Okay. And you never buy for investment. Buy, enjoy, play, get some value, play value out of it. All right, so it goes up in value or it doesn't go up in value, but you've been the owner of that piece and you've enjoyed playing it and you've had the experience of using it. Okay, now I was speaking to Richard a minute ago about yeah. Star Wars figures. We saw some Star Wars figures down there. Yes. And I mentioned a Star Wars figure that I've got yes. that I've Googled and I can't find it anywhere online. Oh my God, it's worth thousands. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it is. I don't know where I got it from, but it's... it's uh, okay. Here we, listen to me here. Oh, go ahead. It's an Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, man. Post Darth Vader fight. Yeah. So it is essentially wow. a bit of robe, plastic robe, yeah, yeah. that's like on the floor yeah. with no face or anything like that. But it does have the, the, the trademark Star Wars noblet thing yeah. for Darth Vader to stand on. Wow, fantastic. I mean, what's that worth? Well, I have one in my bag here. No! <laughs> <laughs> Two quid. No. No, I think it's worth something because, as we said earlier before we went on, on air, mm. Um, that's a watershed for collecting that's the generational collecting end Star Wars kind of broached a whole new generation probably in your age group yeah because my age group we ended there at some point after Hornbeam Dinky Corgi and I'm a, I'm a big Sabutio collector right. so pre that I mean there's a lot of value in the stuff Post that, there's less value, but it's still nice to own. Is that because people were suddenly aware of collectibles? I think so, yeah, I think so. But, you know, the reason people ask me all the time, oh, I've still got the box. Well, we threw the boxes away as kids. Mm. That's why they're so valuable. But the boxes today are worthless, really. You know, you'd rather have the item and use the item yeah. and play with the item. And then right in 50 years, maybe the box would be rare. But the box is of less value somehow today. It's the toy that's important. But coming back to the Star Wars figure, the mold must exist somewhere. Otherwise, you wouldn't have been able to get your hands on it. Yeah. Right? Who has it? How rare is it? And how many are there out there that are running in that guise? Maybe fewer than we both think. Which means... <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> okay, so one final thing. Uh, what is the most valuable toy yeah. that you know of? Yeah. Just what a big open question. All right. Like that. <laughs> oh, oh, look, as a Sabutio collector, I've got no hesitation. You see, I'm going straight for the nub of this. They had a display card, Sabutio. Yeah. And they had one player from every team on the card. So it was a shop display. And there must be over 100 individual players. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So they're all in their own kit. Arsenal, Aberdeen, Chelsea, Spurs. But all on a big display card. All on card. a big display card, which the shopkeeper would have displayed behind the counter. That, for me, is the holy grail. 
and I've never found it. Oh no! So what would it be worth if you did find it? Is there is there a figure out there? Well, I mean, eBay's never a great yardstick. As much as I love eBay, it's not a yardstick for valuation. I think to find one in mint condition, maybe with all the players there, I don't know, a couple of grand maybe. Come on, kids, uh, find them. I don't find know. them. I want it. Oh, please send it to Alex. <laughs> Send it to me if you find one. But that's the holy grail. But do I lose sleep over it? Yes. Yes, of course. (laughs) Baby talk, but not baby talk, with Perky and Man. Well, that was very exciting. We just uh, met George and Pepper. Chili is going to be just made up. I know, despite obviously what we said earlier about them um, essentially, you know, the morals are a bit dodgy. It was very exciting seeing them. Were you starstruck? I was a bit sycophantic. <laughs> the fact that you, the fact that you ran after them and I ran after you, <laughs> and I was like, I want to be in the middle of you. <laughs> interesting enough, so we just walked past some collectibles. Yeah, uh, they were Paw Patrol. Isn't it interesting? They're being marked as collectibles, as in exactly. As in, well, they're not collectibles, are they? But the, but what makes them collectibles? It, it could just be the fact that you put collectibles, and then people think, oh, better get them. I must get all of them. Yeah, that's so fascinating because. As Lawrence said yeah, earlier, exactly. collectible is, is something that's, um, well, the value of it has, has kind of gone when people are aware that it is a collectible, exactly. that it's not a collectible. But you're right, yeah. yeah. So they kind of say that. In other words, yeah, buy all of them. Yeah, and they'll be mass produced. Yeah. So, interesting. Interesting. Well, look, there's some great things here. So, Tom's a tank engine, remote controlled cars. And it's blow up. Yeah, so they've got like a little tiny thing underneath yeah. and then the top part is all inflatable to make it a bit easier to make, I suppose. And they've got other ones over there. They've got like, um, is that a BB-8 one? There's a BB-8. And a Minions one. Yeah, and there's a Stormtrooper and R2-D2. That's so funny. So many kids that I know, they know Star Wars because of all the branding and they know like the Stormtroopers and they know... And they've never seen the films. And then when they get to a certain age, they watch the films and they realise that stormtroopers are baddies. Oh, yeah. Because they just think they're the goodies Actually, because the they're, the they're way, kind of marketed as goodies. And in a way, that, the way that's marketed there is quite sort of friendly, isn't it? Yeah, like yeah. A, a friendly robots. And they watch the film and go, oh my God! <laughs> they're in league with this Darth Vader bloke. Actually, that's bizarre because uh, my brother bought uh, Phoebe about four years ago, four or five years ago, a, I think it was a plush. I think they make his plush, but essentially a like, like a, a soft toy. toy. Yeah, Dalek. <laughs> so you'd hug it, and then you'd press the bit, and it would say exterminate. And she got, she got, he got her a Yoda one as well, which like, you can get that. You know, you can yeah. guess that's that's fair enough. You know, but a Dalek, you cuddle. I'm now with Gavin from the Happy Puzzle Company. Gavin, we just saw a 3D snakes and ladders board. Yes, you did. That's quite exciting. It's also one of our best sellers. You'd think with all of the newfangled things and technology that's around out there that people wouldn't stay with traditional games, but actually they do. And this is just a different take on the normal snakes and ladders game. It's built on lots of different levels. And the great thing about it is that you really can climb up the ladders and you can also slide down the snakes as well. See, that appeals to me. I mean, all the, you know, as you say, the newfangled things with all the connectivity and interactivity, it's... Oh, some of it is just a bit of a, a, a pain because it, it's just too faffy, you know, but that really appeals. So all of the things that you're talking about, which are computer-based, are of course important, but it's important that we go back to the grassroots level and actually get people thinking, learning and playing together as a family. I remember as a child, in the days when my parents actually came home from work at six o'clock in the evening and by quarter past six, we were all sitting around the table eating together and then what did we do we played a game together whether it was scrabble or rummy cub or boggle or something like that 
And those days have largely gone now, not yeah. only because of the amount of work that children have to do, but also the number of options that they have after school in terms of clubs and various things which they go off and do. So to actually find time to sit down together as a family and actually do some proper thinking play is really, really important. I like it. When I was about to be a dad for the first time, I watched an episode of a programme called Cuckoo and it was uh, the dad on that, it was his birthday and all he wanted was to sit down and play a board game with his family and then I was like, I look forward to that day. And so maybe it will be the the 3D snakes and ladders board. (laughs) Do you know something? Children do genuinely love the opportunity to do that. What's changed is that their lives are so full of other things. There are so many other choices. You know, I was talking with my 15-year-old the other day about the fact that when I was his age, we got together as a group of friends once a week just to spend time together. Whatever it was we did, whether we went out to um, a cafe or whether we went to the cinema, that was the time we got to see each other. Now, if you want to speak to one of your friends, you're only a millisecond away on WhatsApp or something like that. And yeah. society has changed and everything happens in a hurry. In fact, I'll tell you one of the things which I found really disappointing was that I was so thrilled when they brought Thunderbirds back uh, for CITV. And I was really upset that the uh, episodes were only 20 minutes long each. <laughs> and I asked somebody uh, in the toy industry as to why they thought that was, and he gave me a greatest answer. He said, in our day, to have an ability to sit down for 50 minutes at a time and watch an episode was normal. Now you try and get a child to sit down for 20 minutes or longer for anything, and it's almost impossible. So unfortunately, their attention spans have shrunk. Well, talking of attention spans, I only heard half what you said because we've got the Powerpuff girl standing next to us, so I got massively distracted. Yeah. I think one of them is about to throw herself off the balcony. <laughs> the Perky and Man Dadcast, holding your hand and getting you to push through the first few years of fatherhood. We're here with Peter. Peter, lots of action men here. Tell us about action men, because for me, these are what I had as a child, and, and I've still got them in my parents' loft somewhere. Absolutely, <laughs> everyone has them in their yeah, loft. I yeah. mean, probably two years ago when we started looking at it as a project, so we've only been out on the market now for about 18 months, and two years ago, it was the third most searched for item on eBay overall. So people have got many in their lofts. They've got many childhood memories. Some were their best friends when they were growing up. So... Um, Yeah, it's a nostalgic brand and it's iconic. You know, people really do know what Action Man stands for. So it's been a big relaunch? It's been a relaunch last year. So we brought him back for his 50th anniversary. So he was first launched in the UK by Palatoy in 1966. So that's when he was first back in the market. So um, we brought him back last year for his 50th and we're now developing it into different ranges and different products. So with the, the new relaunch, does Action Man still have a scar and still not have genitals? Correct. <laughs> Great, okay. Do you want to make sure that those things... Later stayed? versions had pants, but no genitals. Great, yeah. Um, Mine and, pants. and definitely the scar. Yeah, that is one of his trademarks. And what about Eagle Eyes? Yeah. Oh, Eagle Eyes does exist from the past. <laughs> And we would love to bring Eagle Eyes back. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so is there a new Action Man that is not on the market yet? An exclusive one that's going to be in the shop soon? Yeah, yeah, Which ones that? Well, we've got two that are coming. Um, these are our collector editions. So we've got Grenadiers Guards coming and an RAF pilot. Um, and then we've got sort of more standard editions so people can get into attracting the younger audience again. So these are the basic figures. And then... For the adult collectors, we have all these wonderful uh, ones from the past. Look at that, that's Bobby so, Moore. So yeah. <laughs> oh, that is just fantastic. So this this was the very first time a, a person 
has been depicted as an action man. Wow. So this is an exclusive uh, limited edition, 1,966, Bobby Moores. Um, he has the scar, yeah. um, but it is a true likeness of Bobby. And this was done to raise money for charity, so um, donations from each of them. I like this Help the Heroes one as well, because he's got the scar, but also he's got a prosthetic leg. Correct. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Again, another first. Yeah. Um, so we're looking to launch this. Um, so, yeah. It's great. And it, actually, this is one I've got. I've got that one at home. Do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got that one. It's a classic one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello. You are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. Perky and Man Dadcast. So before we came to the Toy Fair, I tweeted, we're both so excited to be seeking out the best dad-friendly toys at Toy Fair. What stand should we be coming to? Yeah. Uh, and a guy called Peter Jenkinson, who is the toyologist. Oh, toyologist, yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a legend. Wow. He wrote back three words. Digital Nerf Targets. Right. And we've just been to the Jazzwares stand and we've had a look. What do you think? Fantastic, yeah. I've got to think the whole Nerf thing, I kind of want to get on board with it. You know, I do want, I want to buy them for the girls. And actually, that's interesting because obviously we said earlier about guns and I was saying, yeah. I'm not entirely happy about buying guns for boys, girls, anyone, does, you know. But the Nerf things, I don't know. Maybe it's because they're a bit friendlier in a way in, t- in terms of colours. I know that's, that might sound a bit odd. Yeah. But, you know, it's not the old sort of black machine guns that, that we used to have as, as a kid. Yeah, um, yeah. I still find it's... It, it's still violent though, isn't it? It is still No violent. matter how soft they are. But we've mm. just seen the, the digital nerf targets. Yeah, which is which is which is great because it's it, you know you've got that. Well, you're not actually hurting, potentially hurting your, your brother or yeah, sister. Yeah, so it's are like you? so it's like a dartboard, yeah. and then as you fire and hit the buttons on the board, yeah. it racks up your points. Yeah, which is great. So it's like as you say, yeah, not firing at a child or an animal. No, no. At no. least you're sort of aiming at a target, yeah. you know, which is much better. Yeah. But as a man. Walking past said, it's not as much fun as shooting at your brother. <laughs> no, that's true. Actually, maybe that's a point, though. Ah, that's a point. So, obviously, my brother now is 30. Yeah. Uh, and your brother's what? How old? Uh, 35. So, the, the, the point is, they're not kids anymore. So, we should buy them just to shoot at our at brothers. Them. <laughs> and give them one, you know, or you and me should have one and just run around somewhere and just shoot each other, you know, for a laugh. That'd be great, that'd be great. Yeah. I'm now with David Strang. Bit out of breath, because I've just been playing. <laughs> what have you been doing? I've been playing with this thing. The body, what's it called? Body bubble ball. The body bubble ball. So it's a big bubble that you kind of get inside. Well, you'd know it from bubble football. Oh yeah. So yeah. bubble football is, you know, if you go in a stag do or you go, you know, with a bunch of mates and you've got maybe five-a-side football, then you can hire them. We're the first company to do them domestically, so you can buy them and you can go and beat up your mates and play five-a-side football. Or your kids. Or your kids. <laughs> Put your kids in it and let them beat each other up. I or love that whatever. Idea. Yeah. Without, without hurting, doesn't leave a bruise or a yeah, mark. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. So, It'd be good for if you've got very clumsy kids. You can stick them in one of those in the back yeah. garden and just let them do. Just let them what smash like. into the fences and do whatever they want, and they'll be fine. I was just uh, uh, one was just put on me, and then I was kind of actively encouraged to go and, and attack someone else who had one on. Um, they're brilliant. I mean, are they on sale yet? Uh, yes, they are. So we've just launched. We actually launched in time for Christmas last year. It's completely sold out. It's really a well. We're going to say it's really a sort of summer thing. But people are playing with them all year round, so it's uh, yeah, it's been amazing. And have there been any injuries yet? <laughs> Not that we know of. <laughs> right. I think they're great. So, I think it's a great idea. And you can sort of you can roll, you can go upside down. We actually filmed something, um, and we threw a kid down the stairs <laughs> in one. But it was with the parent, with the da- literally with the dad's permission. permission. <laughs> yeah, I'd what? still be questioning the dad. There's there. no fun in that. <laughs> yeah. And it was with um. Oh God, what's his name? It's the guy from um from the gadget show. Anyhow. Oh, oh yeah, I, I know. Yeah. God, he's he's a mate. Anyway. So he came round to the office, he put his kid in there, he, the kid got in there, held on, and we threw him down concrete stairs in the park. And um, he's got wow. massive head injuries, but yeah. he's uh, <laughs> no, completely safe. 
We're with Daisy now from Marvin's Magic. It's always my favourite stand here at Toy Fair. <laughs> so what tricks have you got then? So I've got the lights from anywhere. So they're yeah. basically lights that can appear from literally anywhere. They literally stop babies from crying. Yeah. So one of my favourite things to do when I'm at work is when I see a little kid crying, I just pull the lights out, start playing with them, they instantly stop. And so are there any other uh, magic tricks that you have here that are equally good for yes. people with young kids to stop them crying, to make them yes. stop watching Peppa Pig, or <laughs> to make them tidy their room? So I have that one with the sponge balls. Oh, no, I don't know that one. Would you like me to show you? Yeah. Let's so, do. take a sponge ball from anywhere, hold your hand out, turns into sponge ball. Oh, that's pretty good. So, that's good. take a sponge ball, and you have two sponge balls. So, with these balls, which one would you like? Top or bottom? Bottom. bottom, so I want you to hold it, squeeze it in your hand, tight as you can, don't let go of it, okay? This one simply goes in my pocket. All I have to do is my pocket a wave, and I'm going to hit the hand, and the ball should melt through the hand into I can feel your it. hand. I can feel it. So, there you go, take a look. Oh! Wow. <laughs> wow. That's great, I love it. Daisy, that's brilliant. Thanks so much. Thank you very much. Right? I love that. It's sort of like old-fashioned old kind of magic. Yes, that's a really easy one as yeah. well because I'm literally just hiding the ball. <laughs> you, guys, you guys can't tell. I'm going to tell you the secret, but it's really easy as well. And that one comes in the 50 Sound and Light Illusions, which has loads of tricks inside, and they're all easy to pour magic. So the great thing about Marvin's Magic is everything is, most of the products are made for people that just want to do some basic, easy magic, but really effective looking. I've got a question about those toys over there. So are they ones for playing on children or are they ones for children to do themselves? So that's a great question actually. Thank Chil you. Children can play with them. Yeah, children can play with them, but you can also interact with children with them. So for example, if a child is about three or four, they may not be able to do the lights from anywhere because mm. because simply because it might not fit them and they can't, you know, have the dexterity to do it. But you can play with them as you can show them how to do it. You can play the light, pass it through their ears, you know, anything like that, and they will interact with you back because That's obviously great. they're still they're playing with you. Rather I, than I didn't you listen playing to the answer. Trip. I'm still thinking about it when you said that it was a really good question. I'm just like yeah. I'm <laughs> So we're here with Simon and William. William, what is Mini Master Football? It's a kid-old toy. So kid-old toy. Exactly. It engages children with their aunts and uncles and their grandparents. Grandpa doesn't want to play Xbox, neither is he able to. But he's happy to play penalty shootouts and free-kick games with a one-eighth scale, fully articulated at the hip, knee and the ankle, kicking football toy. Holly from Ben and Holly's helping out as well. Here. She's having a, a go. <laughs> so, there's, yeah, there's the figure there. And you've got a little stick on the end of it, so you don't have to bend down too far, which is always good. And then a little handle that allows the football player to, to kick. That's right. His leg is articulated at the hip, the knee and the ankle. Could and I have it, a go? Could yes, I try to... I'd love you to. Yeah. You're going to make a fool of yourself now, you know. That's yeah, yeah, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably going to miss. Right. So, like that. Yeah. And then... Oh. Oh. Stand, 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 stand him up. up. Bit more. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Oh, that nearly went in. Nearly went and in. And I guess this, though, it also sort of spans generations, you know. Quite right, kid dogs. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. There's a whole category of kid dog toys at the Hong Kong Toy Fair, just kid dogs. Yeah. And do they come in different kits? No, they, they finish neutral, so, oh, yeah. that, so the owner then will personalise it. 
if you take a hold of it, you'll feel what good quality the toy is. Oh, nice. So they are completely, yeah, neutral coloured, so and then you, you can, can paint, paint them. In whatever strip you wanted, if you're a United Rovers fan, whatever yeah. you are, you paint it in those. So you go to our website, click on the Paint It button, it links you straight through to Humbrol's website, and then you pick your own paint, you <laughs> pick your paints, and they pick and post and pack them, and you wow. get them the following day. The Dadcast, slowly weaning you onto solid parenthood. Well, we've done a few hours at the the, uh, the, the toy fair. I don't, um, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. It's been really good fun. Just seen Sylvanian families down there. Um, They're big. They follow us on Twitter. Uh, do they? They started following us this morning. I was very excited. Oh, Sylvanian families. The girls have got Sylvanian families. Classic toy. You know, it's absolutely classic toy. Just seen the micro scooters down there. Um, yeah, you said they're good. Very good. Yeah, again, my girls have got them. Really get on with them. I think the thing is that I've seen from here, um, just the sort of the, the amount of, of different and uh, varying toys from from really classic toys that have been, you know, like the Action Men, which have been brought back, which I didn't even know had gone. Yeah. To, uh, to to board games, which have been up- updated to then sort of really. You know, you're moving into your, a lot of computers, sort of, um, almost virtual reality kind of stuff, and, and just more inter- in, interactive in a, in a sort of a modern way. It, what I mean is there's something for everyone here. There is. I've, I've noticed as well there's a lot less of the app games. Because I remember a couple of years ago there'd be teddy bears where you'd slot your iPhone into like their head oh, really? and their eyes would be on the screen Ooh, that's a bit macabre. it's really weird yeah yeah. yeah yeah there's a lot less of that and a lot more kind of traditional toys like the guitars it was like kids electric guitars yeah, i think that was really good yeah again just yeah yeah exactly you know you, you, you're not trying to reinvent it it's a guitar it's yeah. an electric guitar it's small it's uh, the whole musical instrument something uh, as far as i'm concerned you know everyone should have the opportunity to play an instrument whatever it is you know you might not be any good you might not take it up but at least have the opportunity to do something like that and, and that's great I mean, that's great. really good and also interestingly people haven't been talking people haven't really given a sales pitch to us no i did think that we'd get bombarded and people are actually just talking openly about the, the products but but just and, ha- and having a bit of a laugh rather than saying this is what we're doing rather than keeping to that sales patter you know yeah yeah i've also noticed as well though that sometimes if someone's had a successful toy mm then, I mean, quite understandably, they'll go back and try to do the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, all to do with that range, rather than going, right, what's a different toy? It's like they have the license for one thing, and they'll go, let's just push it this way and push it that way. I remember seeing the Elf on a Shelf thing last year, and there was the Elf on a Shelf, which has become very successful, but then there was about 16 other things related to that it would be like the reindeer of the elf that sits on the shelf and then trying to like sell you the next thing the next thing the next thing so but it's it's great isn't it i mean there's just so many different things out there all the pocket money toys which i mean how much pocket money are kids getting because the pocket money toys are like a tenner now i don't know maybe that's something we'll talk about on the next one because i haven't started pocket money but i think it's going to be starting soon so yeah okay maybe that's one we'll we'll remember that but yeah there is something for everyone here um plus you and you and i have have had our photos with many characters yeah so peppa pig the ghostbusters in playmobile (laughs) yeah um sean the sheep Sheep is standing next to us here powerpuff girls wouldn't leave us alone to be fair i think they were stalking us slightly um Ben and Holly, ben and Holly yeah. kept getting involved. Ben and Holly. Um, and there's some others. Well, we'll put them all up on, on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, check yeah. it all out. So at Dadcast UK on Instagram, yeah. at Dadcast UK on Twitter, and we'll put on a couple of videos on there as well. Yeah. Tell your friends about the Dadcast. We'll have a normal Dadcast for you again very, very soon. Very soon. But, but listen, uh, Mr. Perkins, we should get together again in person. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's isn't it? <laughs> I mean, next one is, is in a pub. Oh, the drunk dad cast. That's one I can get my ears around. Yeah, good stuff. Buggy, 
Pleasure. See you. Let's have a hug, man. Let's have a hug. Subscribe to the Perkin Man Dadcast on iTunes and get more of this sort of informed discussion whenever they get round to recording the next one. Get in contact by emailing dadcastuk at gmail.com, by tweeting at dadcastuk, or by visiting facebook.com forward slash dadcastuk.